Welcome to another edition of The War Room here on KOKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry, the managing sports editor of the Parsons Sun and Chanute Tribune newspapers. One of my favorites is back in the studio today. It's been a while since you've been on. Heather Wilson, the volleyball coach, assistant basketball coach, theater director, extraordinaire, uh, softball mom, whatever. <laughs> there's I can't. There's too many titles to remember. Heather Wilson uh, out of Labette County in the studio today. Heather, how are we doing? I'm great. How are you, Sean? It's always good to see you. Good to see you as well. Uh I, I was thinking about, you know, what I wanted to talk about getting you here in the studio. And so I, I kind of have an interesting, not an interesting, but the question I want to pose to you is how you've reflected and evolved over the last few years of your life, given how many substantial things have happened that include a lot of what ifs. The two years ago winning a league title with a third set comeback over independence, then uh, I don't want to litigate it, and I know you're going to roll your eyes in a second, but the situation with, with one of your plays being canceled, then, uh, and we're going to blow right past it now, uh, moving on to the next volleyball. You, then you had a successful play in the spring. Uh, then it's going on to a basketball season that that winter where uh, you made the state tournament. It, you had to play it in Altamont due to COVID protocol, and it was a game that was decided by one point. Uh, you then the following volleyball season, making it to stay on that huge third set comeback against Wamigo, uh, then going to state in basketball that year as well, uh, and losing to Wamigo <laughs> by one point in the first round of the state tournament. Uh, you, you had a very thrilling summer with your theater department. I know you went to nationals. You guys got to perform. Uh, a, a number from your SpongeBob musical in front of a massive crowd, which seemed like it seemed like the student section at Allen Fieldhouse. Honestly, uh, a lot of things have happened, a lot of peaks, a lot of valleys is the cliche. But as you've kind of come out of that, how do you reflect on that? How has it maybe changed you? Mm-hmm. I think that one of the things I try to remember and try to coach my kids up, whether it's on the field or or sorry, on the court, I guess I never coach on the field, but, um, or, or on the stage. You're just that yelling is, parent on the yeah, field. <laughs> yeah, lately we've been doing some softball. Um, is that adversity does build character. I mean, I know that's very cliche and that's very trite, but, you know, teaching your kids to be tenacious and understand the lessons that are learned and that life's short, you know, and you've got to, you know, move past those situations and uh, figure out what it teaches you. And I think, I think that that's how I've encouraged my kids to handle um, difficult things. And I think that there's a tipping point always in volleyball, basketball, you know, anything you're doing that if a kid is tenacious and they see, they see the possibility and they recognize, oh, you know, this team is struggling just like we are. They're tired too. You know, uh, I just got to push a little harder. We get over the hump. Mm-hmm. And at least in those two situations you're talking about in volleyball, we definitely made that happen. And I think, I mean, it's team, it's collective team situation, you know, where you've got uh, kids that are believing in each other and, you know, we felt like it was super important and all of the things. But um, I, I, I really do think that that's something that athletics and theater teaches kids, you know, failure and success are really super important. I mean, and it's, you're certainly right about that. There's definitely some weird noise coming through right now. I don't know what it is. We're going to figure it out later, but we're just going to barrel through this show okay, right now. Right. It Sounds seems great. like it went away. 
It did go away. There we go. Okay. Um, I, I wonder to a degree, it, it, traumatizing isn't the right word, but certainly a huge extraction of whatever you have of yourself you had to give has hinged, particularly with athletics, has mm-hmm. probably hinged on, you've probably paid a lot with those what ifs. What if you had beaten Baldwin by one point? It was Baldwin. No, yeah. it. Talking about the first game? The first the state game two years in Altamont, the oh. basketball game. Oh, Baldwin. Right? Was it Baldwin? It was yeah. a purple team. I don't think it was Baldwin, though. Maybe it was. Yeah, it was Baldwin. It was Baldwin? Okay. Because uh, I remember it was the right? same team. God, now you're scaring me. It was the same team that Parsons played that year. Baldwin. And Parsons went there up yeah. north. Baldwin. Okay. I'm pretty sure now you're scaring me. You, <laughs> you do that and I'm like, ah. <laughs> but I mean. A lot of water under the bridge since then. Yeah. I mean. And the same thing. I mean, it's the same situation with Wamigo. There's, yeah. you guys are two baskets away from top four finishes at state in For basketball. Sure, yeah. And you're I two mean, tip balls away from <laughs> never winning a league, from not winning a league yeah. or not going to state in volleyball that senior year. I, 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 I'm think- curious how you... I think that you do, I mean, you do dwell on it for a while. I mean, as a coach, like, win or lose. literally everything, like, I can, I can, I re I went back and rewatched that play, that turnover that happened, steal turnover. Um, against Wamigo. Against Wamigo. In, against the, Wamigo at, in the state basketball yeah, tournament. Yeah, state basketball tournament right at the end, you know, there where we had the opportunity to, to win. And we didn't make it happen. And you look back at, like, what are those things that caused that issue to occur? Like, what are the things that preceded that that caused mm-hmm. that issue to occur? Um, our inability to handle pressure situations, uh, our, our like, weaknesses in our ball handling in that moment, um, you know, just several different things. And so you think, okay, well, how can we make that better next time? And honestly, sometimes as a coach, you think, well, sometimes it's not, not meant to be. I mean, it's sometimes it is not meant to be. And sometimes it is. And sometimes it is. And that's that's why we do what we do, right? Like, yeah. there's always that hope that it is meant to be. There's always that hope that, you know, you you are the team. Like, I, I say all the time to my kids in the huddle, why not us? Why not us? Why can't it be us? And they start to believe you when were you say you, that enough. Were you saying that against Wamigo in that Absolutely. third set? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I was like, guys, we're fine. Let's go. You, you've got this, you know. Uh, all those positive talks. I think cool. about that game more than maybe I should. You know, I interviewed Shelby for a story, and I said, you know, what do you when you think back on it, you know, uh, what do you think about? And she goes, I don't really think about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> that um, comeback against Wamigo in the third set, down 21 to 15. I think, though, as a player, though, you can't, you have to take it one moment at a time. She's healthier than us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she, you know, I think, but all those athletes, like, I, I bet if you ask Anna the same thing, like, now maybe as she's reflected on it as, you know, po- you know her career's at, that her high school, school career's over, her, yeah. she may, you know, have a, a different, like, comment about it, but even in that moment, you can't think about what's coming. You have to think about that exact moment and only focus on that moment. And I think good coaches will tell you that. If mm-hmm. you are looking at the, you know, the consequences, you're not mm-hmm. you're not going to be as successful. If you're focused on I need this ball in this pass or this this basket or, you know, this defensive stop, whatever it is, then you're you're more liable to make it happen versus thinking, "Oh my gosh, what, you know, I have to do this thing to make this consequence. Like you can't, you can't live in the moment like that. And I think that that's a life lesson, right? Like living in the moment and being authentic in the moment. Yes. And not thinking about what's coming 
in five minutes or I mean that's how I live I have to I, if, you, if anybody that knows me knows me I'm living in the moment that's exactly I and I, I'll tell you I'll give you guys evidence for that she I, on my way to the studio here to interview Heather she texts me hey I'm at Jocksnitch so I'm like okay I'll go in and say hey to her at Jocksnitch before we walk next door to the KLKC studio I walk into Jocksnitch she sees me and she goes how did you know I was here <laughs> You texted me two minutes ago. Because I, I remember I was thinking I needed to text you whether I actually did or not. I wasn't sure. So maybe that's scatterbrain. Maybe that's living in the moment. I don't know. You you be the judge. <laughs> You're going to say it's living in the moment. Yes, of course. I'm going to spin that positively. Of course I am. One thing, you know, that I wanted to bring up with this whole conversation about everything that you and your teams and your and your family have been through, which has been thrilling and exhilarating and very very pricey in terms of how in terms of the investment you had to give psychologically and physically over the last two years you're entering a new era there's a lot how have you kind of how do you calm the waters after the last two years that you've had particularly athletically and particularly with volleyball because that's where we're about to you're the head coach of that and that's uh, a season we're approaching. Yeah, that's the season we're approaching. Look at you. Do you want to host the show? <laughs> I, can, I would love if other people would host the show and I just sat here and, and just chimed in with my thoughts every now and right, then. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> that was great. Um, how would, you know, coming off the last two years, which has certainly been program defining, very investment heavy, how do you come into this last one? And I know it's personally important for you because it's your daughter's senior year. Yeah, and I think, you know, I have to separate myself from a Mm -hmm. mom mom and a coach, you know, like I can't get too personally invested in that. And I've really tried to be, to do that my career, during her career. Um, But you're absolutely right. Like we have to redefine who we are as a team and as a program. And there are not a a lot of uh, experienced kids on the floor. And that's, that's, well, albeit frustrating as a coach initially, very rewarding as you see the growth of the team through the course of the season. And, um, you know, I, I think I think what we have to decide is what's important to us. And I, and my approach, at least in the last few weeks, as I've been thinking about the season, is uh, playing inspired, right? Playing inspired mm-hmm. no matter what we're doing. And also um, getting better, getting one, 5%, getting better every day. Like, legitimately never taking steps back at practice, I think is very, very important to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes when you get a team that's kind of clipping at its highest potential, you'll have dips in practice. That's right. And it, absolutely. And there are days when you sort of just get through practice, especially mm-hmm. in the heat of our gym. And I think getting better at every practice and like really setting goals daily um, on passing and because that's one of the things that we want to really work on, right? And, uh, you know, all of all of our things being competitive, all of our drills being competitive, mm-hmm. not just scrimmages, uh, I think it's really important. But mm-hmm. I also think playing inspired and playing for each other. This particular group of girls has been very striated just because some of them played JV, a couple have played varsity, some of them played a lot of J. You know, we've got a couple new kids in. So it's a very um, different chemistry than we've had in a couple of years when you've had you know, you're Anna Dean, you're um, Carson Stewart, you know, Lauren Forbes that had been involved in the volleyball program for three years. And, and really beyond that, they were they were aching to get involved when they were in middle school. And absolutely, school. absolutely. Then they yeah. brought a lot of energy and they brought a lot of positivity to practice and they were a joy to coach, no question. And so, but, you know, these, these seniors and these juniors are not, they're not those kids. And we can't ask them to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want, 
you know, Ridley Lynn to be on a Dean. She's not on a Dean. And I can't, I can't like want that for her because then no. that takes away her strength. Well, whoever Ridley Lynn is. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And there are a lot of things that Ridley can do that Donna can't. And, and that's great. And I got to remember that daily. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important um, for our kids too. Well, hey, let's go to a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk more volleyball with you, more uh, about what to expect in the fall and the winter. We've got, you serve on a basketball staff under uh, Brianna Vollmer now. Absolutely. Oh, is this, is this, is this your second, is that going to be your second head basketball coach you served under? Yeah, that's it. That's crazy. It's very crazy. <laughs> we'll be right back here on the War Room on KLKC Radio. Heather Wilson, out of Lebec County, the guest. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Don't go anywhere. We're back here on the War Room here on KLKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Uh, Heather Wilson, the Lebec County High School volleyball coach, in studio with me. Uh, one thing that took place over last week uh, that I thought was very that I always loved doing was the Athlete and Coach of the Year awards. Uh, and uh, the mo- I'll tell you, the most competitive category was the one that Anna Dean won, which is the Girls Athlete of the Year. Uh <laughs> Me, per- I always say, in the interest of transparency, I cast my vote for Brianna Ross. There were forty media ballots cast. Anna won with twelve. It was a very split category. It was a very competitive category, uh, and everybody got multiple votes. Anna Dean was probably second on my personal preference list, and to the, to a degree, I've always wondered: should I have? Should I start having people cast a vote in ranking order, mm-hmm. maybe top three to get a clearer picture? Mm-hmm. But Anna Dean obviously had a very special year last year, very accomplished in every sport, first team all league, and everything she did. Uh, clearly, just a killer in volleyball. What was, from your perspective as her volleyball coach that senior year, what was it like just watching her be? routinely the best player on the floor. Yeah, I mean, I think she dominated in so many aspects. Uh, like, she dominated defensively. She dominated offensively. Obviously, she, she got, led you guys thousand digs. Yeah, and she led us in digs. Um, and I put her on the back and let her <laughs> let her roam and let her pick up balls that most kids... She said a great knack for the ball. Every gym we went into, people knew her, so that she intimidated. Um, and But the irony is she's such a, like, quiet, has a quiet demeanor and she's very, yeah. Her teammates would tell you that she's competitive Mm -hmm. and she has got drive and she's frustrated when things don't go, you know, the way she wants them to, but that's made her a great athlete and um, she's got good stock. You know, she's got very um, great genetics and, uh, but she's, she's a kid that you could, you know, throw a ball up to and she can make something happen. And when you were in the clutch and you needed to score points, you're going on a D. That's just the way it is. And everyone knew we were going to do that, and they still couldn't do a whole lot to stop that, uh, which was which was a really great asset. And obviously, our setters love that too. <laughs> so. Shelby's life was easy. Oh, was I won't go that far. I won't go that far. But, but she definitely did figure out as a senior how to set her, you know, as effectively as she could. Mm-hmm. I always sense. thought one of my favorite quotes in terms of just a game plan post game quote was after that Omega game. You would, I think you literally, you set Anna over 50 times that game. And I asked about that, and you go, Well, I told Shelby to keep setting Anna, and I would have been screaming at her if she wasn't. Yeah. Well, actually, really, the truth is, I didn't really even have to tell her that. I mean, I, mm-hmm. there was no conversation that I had with her specifically, yeah. but she knew, and like, That's good if quarter. she hadn't set her, I would have been disappointed. And, Anna too. I think that's where you saw Anna's competitiveness. Is she had no problem? No, there was no expression of worry on her in bearing that load. No, put it on my back was her. Yeah, was I mean, her body I, language I set think, out there. I think 
you as a as an athlete, you always question just how good you are. Uh, but there was there was definitely a big turning point in that game where she was like, looked across the net and was like, "Yeah, no one's no one's better than me over there. I, I just need to I need to get the ball to me." The problem is though, typically when you're on the front row, you're probably only touching it once, mm -hmm. you know. And so you're only you've got two other players to trust trust <laughs> to make it get get you the ball. Occasionally you'll they'll they'll serve at her, and that's sort of what happened at the state tournament as people started serving at her, which makes it more difficult to get because she has to she yeah. has to dig a ball and then get into yeah, you, play. Yeah, you got to pass something decent, get it mm -hmm. to your setter, and then get out to swing. And she takes a real long wide approach. Um, however, at the college level right now, I know Coach Delise Downing at Hutchinson Community College is talking about moving her to the middle, and I think. She'll, I think she'd be a good middle. Well, and see, I as a freshman, I thought she'd be a middle for me. I, hmm. I mean, I always did, and but just the like the situation in our team where I had a lefty who needed to play the right side. Um, we were running a five-one. It just uh, the strategy indicated that I needed someone like her, and she loved. She loves the left side. Oh she, yeah. She will do great and be um, a great asset to Delise in the middle for sure because she blocks super well. But she loves the left side, mm -hmm. so. One thing about your team last year, you know, you say you you always had the best player on the floor, and you know, congrats to Anadine, by the way. Yay, you're Yay, athlete of the year. Because um, <laughs> nobody's ever done that before. Yay, on, cheered on Anadine for something <laughs> she's done. It's the first time she's ever heard that. No, yeah, probably not. But um, your guys, you guys had a lot of versatility to your offense yes, last year. Yes, and that's year. what I was about to say. You know, like Lauren Forbes had the season high in kills until that Wamigo match. Now yeah. she got it like earlier that week against. Mm -hmm. Fort Scott at, at Parsons, but there was a game where Lauren Forbes had 15 kills. Absolutely. And, and that was the season. Anna we, hadn't gotten that we high We can't take a, anything away from any of the, the kids on that team because, like I said, there's got to be two balls that get on a, you know, <laughs> two passes that get on the ball. Carson played really well on the Carson, front too. Carson played really well. Carson's playing at LCC, so we, we recognize the fact that she was, she is a, a great player. player. Yeah. Um, In the same conferences. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that Shelby always did really well was you know, we had our go-to when on a when we needed to, but and occasionally that was Carson too. I mean, like you have to recognize what the blockers are doing on the other side of the floor too. So if you've got a strong blocking core on the left side, you know, you you go to the other side of the floor so that mm -hmm. your middle's got to move. So you and know. I'm sure you saw a lot of two block cheating to the right, cheating to Absolutely. the left side Absolutely. to take on and, all year. And Shelby sets best. Honestly, anything but the left side. I mean, truthfully, <laughs> she sets she sets back, she sets quick, and she sets the back row as well or better than she can dump anything. to the back corner. Like yeah, she's really. Like, she, I mean, she can put the ball wherever she wants. It, that seems. Like, I, I want her to continue to be more aggressive um, offensively uh, for sure, and I think I think that that'll make her mm -hmm. um, a better player. Uh, I don't know exactly which offense we're going to run. But she'll be involved. Don't worry, in it. it's only July. She'll be involved in it. She'll be involved in it for sure. How um let, let's look ahead to the fall now. I want to talk about the team that that's still on campus right now. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Shelby Wilson's gonna be a huge piece of that. Uh you're probably gonna move her to some she's probably gonna play a little outside, whether it's the right or left, mm -hmm. or yeah, what just to uh you know, because she is one of your more athletic players, probably one of your taller players at this point. Yes. Uh what how, what are you anticipating the the dynamics of your team and how you'll compete within the league to look like this fall? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we can challenge for a league title. I do. I, I think a lot of things have to come to pass before that can occur. Um, we've got to get more consistent. And 
ultimately that's the mark of a good team and, and also believing in yourself. I mean, like I said, they, this group has to define who they are and not living under the shadow of girls that played for three years. And um, I think Shelby will help do that. She's a good leader and she definitely has good game IQ. She understands volleyball really well. Probably being a coach's kid helped that being in the gym since she was five years old. But um, I think the rest of the team has got to just find their what they can add and what role they can play to make us better. We've got to find um, some consistent hitting for sure. Uh, and that's that's doable. I've got some young kids coming up that are, you know, are exciting and, and eager and eager and, uh, you know, are very untested. And so I don't know they were you know, I don't know what they're going to do or what they're going to bring, but. That's it makes for a real competitive gym mm -hmm. and a real exciting environment. If if you know your kids accept their role, right? The, Everyone's got to accept their role for that to happen. Of, there's there's I've always <laughs> believed there's a degree of something to be taken advantage of a, a dynamic of they don't know any better. So just let's just yeah. just go believe in yourself. You don't know how hard it is, so you might as well just go out there and, and try. Actually, Whereas Anna and that group, while they succeeded through that pressure, they felt a lot of pressure all the year, basically. Absolutely. And it does it does kind of suck to to know every game that if you lose it, you know that was everyone's that team's best win all year. Yeah. Yes, and and that is a big like. I, I wouldn't say that they didn't. They would change that. They they still wanted that pressure, um, and I think they deserved that pressure. But there's a lot to be said about you know you're you're not going to be picked to win the league. I mean, people aren't going to go oh. That's the team to go for and to Which shoot Which you guys for. certainly were the last year. I think I mean. so. I mean, I, I, we don't have a coach's poll, which I don't understand why. I don't understand that but either. But I've always wondered what, what the, what's the difference um, Might as well in our just, sport. Just do one. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll start that, Sean. Maybe I'll start that. So we need a coach's poll, but um, I think we would have probably been on a lot of people's coach's poll last mm -hmm. year for sure with a, a I mean, you were the defending league champions yeah. with most of your pieces back. There's right. no reason you weren't. Right. Uh, this group, how do you, is there, you, you've seen them in the summer. Yeah. Um, you know, X's and O's speaking, what's a plus, what's a minus? Well, plus is we have, I mean, the biggest component, like a quarterback on a football team, you know, is your setter and we have yeah. a setter back and trying to transition a new setter in a new brand new system would, would be a massive undertaking right now. That would have, I mean, you guys would have had a different season had a new a new setter even one that was just as talented as Shelby if she was just new right. into last year's group yes absolutely and I think that's a huge plus she brings a lot of leadership um and I think the rest of it is you know the other positives that we have is I've got a lot of kids that can bring something it's just putting the pieces together um I have a big nucleus of seniors none none of them have a lot of varsity experience with the exception of Ridley Lynn she did start mm -hmm. part-time starter um the whole year, she came. She was MB two, so she came on. Uh, at the, she didn't start, but she would come on at, after the libero. She got starters minutes, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, starter they call rotation, that they yeah. call that. Um, you know, they're not a starter, but they're they're an MB two middle middle blocker too. Yeah. So she did that, and she was extremely. And she's played a ton of volleyball, and so I'm really excited about how she motivates the team because she didn't have to do that last year. She was just icing. Anything she did extra was going to be mm -hmm. icing for us. So those two for sure. Um, and then I've got a bunch of athletic kids. Like that's a positive, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm coaching athletic kids and I've got seniors that want to be good. And, and I think that's, 
I mean, what more do you, you want kids that like want to play and want to get better and want to be on the floor? Negatives, experience, um, passing. We've got to, we've got to pass more consistently. Mm-hmm. And I graduated, you know, with Ava, Ava Alloway and Abby Pegues. Who were great. They, yeah, the yeah they're so athletic and they could, you know, they could get a ball anywhere. You know, you could throw the ball in the corner of the gym and they're going to get to it. And so um, we've got some possibilities for kids that'll be like that. But I don't know how they'll do, you know, in pressure situations. And so that's that's exciting as a coach to have all these variables and try to put the pieces together. Uh, I always uh, enjoy your theater productions. We're nearing the end of the show. We have about uh, two minutes left. What's the fall production at Labette County this the, year? Well, the big musical is called uh, She Loves Me, which is a golden age the musical. The anti-Sean Fry documentary. Yes! <laughs> Everybody as loves you, Sean. story as you can tell <laughs> from my life. <laughs> no, it's it's actually the the guy who wrote Fiddler. So mm-hmm. uh, Sheldon Harnick, it's the it's a show that he wrote, and it's an endearing um, musical set in Hungary in the 1930s, Ooh. set in a parfumery, so in a perfume shop. Ooh! So it's a quaint, neat little show. Is um, it right on the brink of World War II, or or are we more Depression era? It's more Depression era, but hung, you know it doesn't. So the st- shop is struggling uh, mm-hmm. to get business, and they're working at that. But it's definitely the love story that surrounds. It's actually the musical that inspired um, "You Got Mail." So the Meg Ryan. I've never seen that movie. I've heard Tom it's great. Hanks show. So that musical inspired that movie. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's an it's a neat show. What's the black box show you're putting on in the fall? So it's called. Well, actually, I haven't released it yet to my kids, so I can't tell you that. Oh, I cannot tell you that. I haven't released. I need approval from our principal to to really release that at this. Fair point. enough. Uh, I will say, uh, when last year when you released that your when your spring black box show was going to be Twelve Angry Jurors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I looked. I genuinely looked forward to that Yay. all year. That's that's great. To I mean, it was. Cause, cause I always loved the movie. Mm-hmm. It almost made me mad when I went to after I watched the production. I go to Shelby and she goes, "I've never watched a movie." <laughs> what? <laughs> you were in this production for how long? Well, they they watched clips from it for sure, and many of them. She was actually at softball practice when the when the ensemble watched the movie. So mm. that's probably why. Such a great. It is movie. a great movie. Oh Absolutely. my goodness! Such yeah. a good movie. It is. Uh, obviously, all your productions were great too. I watched. Um, I watched SpongeBob the Musical. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, Game of TRs, and I watched Twelve Angry Jurors. I'm missing one, aren't the I? The Little Little Women, Little Women the Musical. I did not see you Little not Women. See that. And a lot of people like roll their eyes at that show, but it's a, why? <laughs> I, well, because it's the book, and it's, they, everybody thinks it's a girl show, and it is not. It's a wonderful, it was a wonderful production. So we're yeah. excited about the season two. It's mm-hmm. gonna be great. Uh, re- she loves me is the big production. She, she loves me is the one I can release at this point. Fair enough. So everybody can be looking forward to it. What the <laughs> what's other- the date? What's curtain? curtain so November. Opening? It's uh, the second week of November during Dead Week. So it's right before the first day of basketball practice. So it's the weekend before. <laughs> always. It's gonna be fun. Parsons and we both have shows that weekend, so it's neat that you can really, if you're a theater lover, you can see two really good shows at the same time. So you can go to our show and go to Parsons or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So. For sure. Heather, love having you on. Love Thank catching you. up with you. Uh, looking forward to the fall. Looking forward to your productions. Looking forward to your athletics. Looking forward to volleyball season, basketball season at Labette County. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, me a lot too. of new things, and I think Balmer's going to do. I think Balmer will be fine. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think you guys will. Yeah, believe it or not, I don't think the world's crashing on you guys right <laughs> now. I think you guys will be fine. 
I, I believe that as well. <laughs> there we go. That'll do it here on The War Room. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Uh, Heather Wilson, thank you for coming on. Uh, everybody stay safe and God bless.